only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin and i'm officer grant you take a deep breath i just wanted to let it uh linger as the cranberries told me to. As they once said. A long said. time ago, yeah. How, how are you, Grant? I'm neutral. That's great. Yeah. Let's give a warm thank you to our guest from last time, Andrew Hillary. Thank you for your service. Rest in peace. Remember and when we used to do that? He's not dead. Remember when we used to do that earlier on in the, like, four years ago when we oh, started the show? Oh, God, yeah, And we I would do. do 21 guns. Oh, lose. my God, dude. <laughs> and I made, you, I made you do all of them. I'm, we'd sit yeah. there, like, make you... I missed the soundboard, actually. Yeah, uh, we'll have to find out how... I don't know how to get that back on this setup. I barely know how to get this setup up and running, but one day we'll figure it out. 221 and, episodes, still figuring it out. Hey, we had the soundboard. We don't have the soundboard. We'll, whatever, you know. Two steps or uh, one step forward, three steps backwards. Yeah. That's the Thought Cops way. That's how it feels. But let's give a warm welcome to a brand new guest to the show. I'm talking about Lindsay, a.k.a. Skylarky. How are you, Lindsay? I'm doing great. Lindsay, you got you got a great uh, Twitter account. You got a great Twitch account. They both make me laugh. I have a good time. Uh, yeah, you do, you've been doing a lot of streaming on Twitch these days. Over, uh, uh, you go by Skylarky on Twitch as well, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like we're having a normal conversation here, and I haven't even mentioned the uh, the fact that you're coming to us from uh, a, yeah. a home aquarium. Oh right, yeah. I don't know what there is to say about it. I just wanted something that wasn't uh, boring. I'm uh, sitting in front of a green screen, so there's got to be yeah, something. Yeah, you got to do something. I know I you're like... This. You're I almost like... did a... I almost did a Mandelbrot fractals. Wait. Okay, look at the... Ooh. See, but then I thought this was too distracting. I, I was like, this is Yeah, too, I know. You were like... you're too much. Honestly, the show. though, it might get more people watching these videos. <laughs> you know Probably what like I mean? infants. Infants right. will watch that's it our, Yeah, that's our... Kind um, of like, one of our main Mesmerized. demographics, yeah, it's, yeah. If you could get like Baby Einstein going on in the background, that might be. Ooh, more... We could have like a uh, those Kinder Egg opening. You know what I mean? Those, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Babies love those. Or yeah, like, um... I'll play Coco Melon. That's a thing, <laughs> dude. That shit's scary looking. I've Cocoa never Melon, watched yeah. it. It's like the number but... one show on Netflix. I haven't seen yeah, Mel- I've never even heard of Coco Melon. It's it's like yeah, it's like the number one show on Netflix. It's all like 
the demographic of like five and younger. I was gonna say I don't know anybody who watches it. Seems well, like well, yeah, but if you have like little nieces or nephews or something like that, but like the the art style is terrifying. I have no idea. I don't know. It's it's some yeah bizarre CGI show for babies. I if I was like, a what baby, are the visuals like what do you see? Like what it, does it show you? It looks like weird CGI. I imagine that it teaches like, you it something. But like, is it people? Is it? Is yeah, it no, they're, yeah, it's, it's, they're it's like, like people-ish looking things. Okay, it's like I've seen the advertisement, and I've I've been I've been tempted to watch it. I'll admit it. I've been tempted. Can you say that one more time? Coco melon. Co- it's, Coco melon. Yeah, Coco melon. I'm I'm gonna just look at all a right. picture because I feel like it's all about the visuals. These things. Absolutely. Okay, there's like a lumpy baby. It looks like um. The baby shark video, like the dad that they stole out of Inside Out. It kind of looks like that aesthetic. I just feel like if I was a child back when this was popular, it'd freak me the fuck out. There's a lot of visuals. A lot of scary kids kids don't really understand that much about this stuff. I don't they know. probably just want to look at stuff move around. Right. And same for me. Again, uh, we are enjoying your background. And that beforehand, you were worried that it might be too interesting. Oh, yeah, I disagree. I it, yeah. I think okay, it's great. Well, I could put it back. These I, fish are great. Let's, let's I like the, back. the fish are nice. The but fish so are nice. I love that. Once again, we're doing this half to a video audience, oh, half right. to an audio audience. Oh, right. oh you're yeah. right. And people okay. are just so listening sorry. to us talk about. I've never like, done yeah, a podcast these, before. These fish very, that like, you can visual. imagine. <laughs> No, it's all good. You know, um, that's that's a great started. advertisement for us to get the folks in. That is a great advertisement. We can't go a full two minutes without plugging our YouTube channel. So yeah, if you're listening at home, if you want to go check it out on YouTube, just go to YouTube.com and search for Thought Cops. There's a whole long, confusing URL to find. I'm not going to say it on the air. It's simple enough to find. But Lindsay, I want to say, uh, again, great Twitch channel. You got a lot of funny Thank stuff you. on there. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out, my favorite thing about the Twitch channel is you seem to have... Uh, a talent for stringing along these oddballs that come on your channel. It's so weird. I didn't. I didn't do that on purpose. I really, right, right. It just sort of happens. So, um, like, are these like people it just who happens? You just kind of uh, like through gaming clients, you chat with people on there. Yeah. I mean, I like to use it. I like to use video games to like talk to people. I'm like an extrovert, ESFJ, oh, yes. and uh. So I like I like games where you like just go around talking to people. Right. And like, but it's so weird because I'll just like run into people. Like the first time this happened, I was just streaming like Roblox. You know, ro- it's like uh you just it's like you have a little Lego person you walk around with. Right. And, right. Like, you murder people, um, you do drugs. Yeah. Do whatever, so do I met this one kid <laughs> who was like flirting with me, and then it turned out he was a kid, which oh, like God. he had a really deep voice. <laughs> God, this is the first thing I'm bringing up. Okay, but it's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> But, so it's it's okay. these, it's a children's programming these days. They're they're grown up. They're all watching Coco Melon. But um, anyway, he like took me to like this virtual house that he created somehow, and there was like tombstones. Oh my and, god! And like, he was like, "This this headstone is for Extentation who passed away like at the time <laughs> not that long ago." Yeah. And then there was another headstone next to it that was for his grandpa that had just died recently. Oh, and they were like next to each other. It was like this weird. <laughs> and then I met a juggalo after that who was. I had like a few juggalo suitors online for some reason, and there, it feels like cliche to make fun of juggalos at this point. But, but these still, men are I mean, actual juggalos. There was like they, this one guy who was like talking about. Me. Like how he was like, I forget, he was, said he was in the CIA or something. Oh, yes. Um, he said he was in the NSA. NSA and that was that just was like it, a one-off that, that I just met this guy and he was like really trying to impress me. And uh, 
but it's like you you have a knack for like pulling them down this rabbit hole and then like knowing exactly when to call them out like wait didn't you say something else earlier god there was like one you're another one you're playing like mario golf or something and this guy was oh god that guy what's that guy's name again like lobos that's right that's right yeah and just constantly these like uh god these habitual liars who just get on here and have these like stories of grandiosity (laughs) but that's like one of my favorite things is just catching people like that in grandiose lies which again you're very good at and it's just like just knowing exactly how to lead them down this path while just having a nice like chill hangout stream it's a great time thank you to be honest, I'm becoming exhausted with calling out the lies. I feel like it takes so much energy because yeah, you have yeah. to keep up with what they're saying and like, I don't know. I keep a straight face too. I guess like lawyers too, yeah. do that all the time. You know what I mean? Like lawyers have to have like a million things. I couldn't never ever do that. I was going to say if, if, if I the Twitch, like one thing. The Twitch channel doesn't work out. You could have a career in law. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm already tired of remembering things and I only remember like one thing at a time. I mean, lucky for so, you, these people don't, don't seem to be it. able to remember what they're saying in the last like two to five minutes either so it yeah all... or i guess maybe they just don't expect to be called on it, it right, it's right. like like in like elementary school i feel like kids used to lie a lot and then was just kind of like and that's what's like, so fascinating lied about it or whatever that's what's so fascinating about it it's like these adults who never grew out of this like third grader behavior it's one of the yeah. fucking funniest things in the world i, I love Dude, it i think there's a lot it's more people strange. out there than you'd like ever imagine that are just like do that shit all the time you know like there i i used to like i used to do that like honestly like in high school there there is like this couple of people i knew who were like habitual liars and they just have these like mm-hmm. any fake story An actual couple like they were dating no no just like two two people oh, that okay. would no that, that would be a disaster waiting to happen but like i i would just be like hey did that really happen yeah yeah did that really happen yeah did, did that really happen you did that over the weekend no no, it just was like oh, okay. literally so anything eventually... anything like i visited my grandparents this weekend and this uh, such and such happened really yeah no just like lying for no reason for it's like when you have nothing to gain from it is just like one of the most insane things to me i totally agree i yeah yeah so if you like lie if you like video games and liars <laughs> check out skylarky on twitch it's a great time Thank it's you. a great pitch for the channel honestly yeah. feel free to use that yeah if you want um I can, sorry i said feel free to use that if you want oh yeah i should i should embrace that the lying yeah somebody has to uh speaking of a little bit of our own housekeeping um grant would you believe it we hit the big five double o on youtube and it only took us uh <laughs> four years to get us there. four years to get there but in our defense, we weren't using the channel actively, and it was simply being used as a re-upload hub for the audio episodes. Or people, right. don't, you know, people don't pay for YouTube Red or whatever. They're thinking, why would I listen no. to this crap? Yeah, why would you pay for porn? Wait, are we? I talk- was like, no, for like, oh a, yeah, for, no, no, for never, like a split yeah. second, I'm like, did I say the wrong thing? No, you, you didn't. You freaked me out there for a second. <laughs> I'm like, did I say you porn or Red Tube? <laughs> Which one? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, now I fucked it up. But yes, we are now uploading, and this is the the twelfth time we plug this on this episode. Uh, we're hey, now, but it worked. We passed the the bare minimum threshold. Yes. YouTube sent us an email. That's how many subscribers you got we an have email. now. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. It's a true honor. But my only we, emails from YouTube have all been really threatening and scary. Like what? I, I used to have like a couple channels where I upload music, 
that I liked. And it was like very rare music. And then they would always get banned. And then I, I got an email finally for one of them. The second one I got banned and it said like, never make a YouTube account again. Like not Jesus. in those exact words. Yeah, they never, were like, you geez. should never make another YouTube. So I don't know. I guess now I'm broadcasting and I'm in violation of that, but. I'm, I give up. I'm never going to make, I'm never going to upload my rare, cool MP3s to YouTube again. So it's really the world's loss. That is a true loss for the world. I would agree. But, you know, where there's oh. loss, there's growth. But you had a happy email from YouTube. So yes. it bounces out. But there's death, there's rebirth. And that is the 500 subscribers. Hey, let's get, hey, let's get to, uh, let's make that 600. Like, when do you get the, the, the first one of those plaques? You know, the, I like think the buttons, oh, like to, a million or something, I don't yeah, know. Like, like the, or a hundred thousand. That's, or that's something. coming you, right up. You get a couple, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, there's like a few of them, different levels. It's it's like a video game being a YouTuber. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Uh, go ahead and uh, we also, you know, I know I keep saying we do we do these bonus video sketches, which at this point our track record is about one. Well, per, yeah, I was one think, per year. I was thinking um, about that because it's like, yeah, we we've had the YouTube channel for however long, and the actual YouTube videos we've made, we have like maybe five, <laughs> like of just content that's not the podcast. It's yeah. very scarce. If you want to see, limited. if you want to see people run around the Trump Tower while doing the Naruto run from three years ago, you can check out our YouTube channel. Shit. You'll find it there. We do got to do more of that stuff. But for the time being, I mean, we've also been putting up like clips and stuff and, you know, taking certain clips of like, you know, uh, when Garrett was on and he was talking about the making of Evangelion in five minutes, like yeah. we've been making clips of that. You can share that with your friends and family. Uh, something, something Vin Diesel, you know, uh, that's that's how you make jokes nowadays. You just reference something. It just doesn't even matter. It doesn't even it have doesn't to be funny. Fucking matter, man. Yeah. But yeah. Um. We also speaking of things that we should be doing. We will. Gotta, I guess should just stop mentioning the Twitch channel until we just start doing it. But we probably do, we, yeah. We do have a Twitch channel as well. Twitch.tv slash thoughtcops, which we've been on a brief hiatus while we figure out all the YouTube stuff. Now we're figuring. I saw somebody in your chat said that you got in trouble on Twitch. Did we get in trouble? Probably not. You probably didn't get in trouble. I was going to say, are they probably probably messing with us? I'll kick their ass. Yeah, come on. Don't use the... uh, People who donate on Patreon, please don't use the chat to uh, mess with us. Yeah, that's frigged, man. It's goofed. Moving right along, though, to a very famous, very favorite segment of the show called Two Minutes of Hate, in which we blanket punish all that annoying random crap. That we see on the internet every single day of our lives. Uh, my two minutes of hate this week is the discussion around parasocial relationships. And the reason I bring this up is because uh, former guest of the show, uh, Jake Flores, tweeted something uh, the other day. Yeah. Um, something about like referring to podcasters. He said it was like weird to refer to podcasters by first name. Oh. so. Which I, I I saw that and at okay. first like I kind of agreed with it like I think people sometimes get, like are like oh this is my my friends Nick and Stav I you call know. them my friend if, if I listen <laughs> yeah. to the podcast I'll say my friend said this my dear personal right. friend yeah. uh, Felix Biederman no I I understand it in a certain and you'll probably agree with me on this I'm gonna bet that you'll agree with me on this mm. I understand it in the context of if there is no context and just someone's being like 
Yeah, I heard uh, Nick was talking last week about what, like, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's people that do that. There's people that, like, we know that have done things like that where they're like, yeah, I was talking to, uh, you know, Elon or you know, like, not that that's a terrible example, yeah, but like, to him, but like, where, where like you just name drop so that people can be like Nick who and they're like, oh, you don't Nick from Cumtown, my best friend that I've never met, but I listen to his podcast. But then it's you like know? the alternative is like, do you have to be like Mr. Nick Mullen and Mr. Stavros Halkius were having a discussion this week about uh, Tim Curry or something like that. Like, you don't, right. you wouldn't you be like usernames, I think. I they guess are. you could, yeah, but like I guess or some of them aren't on social media anymore. So I don't even know where you would it's like do you really have to go through the whole formalities of um referring to them in that way? Which again, I I like you said, Grant, I do think it's weird when yeah. people are just like there has to be context basically. Like, right. hey, I was listening to a podcast and if I guess if like you know, you and I are talking about a podcast that we both listen to, we both know and I reference somebody by first name. I feel like that makes sense. Like maybe some of the people in the chat here might, you know, oh yeah, Kevin had this hilarious joke last right. week, and I've been thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, there's nothing weird about that because it's like within the context it. of this chat, like right now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, context is everything. Everything is Which relative. I owe Netrunner says talking about this issue is much worse than the tweet. This is what we do. We go on oh, Twitter. God. You guys have a super toxic chat. I, the, what the you fuck are they? Really they're like not even talking about. Is what you need. They're not even talking about the episode. They're talking about well, like source <laughs> books or something. I see Dungeons and Dragons in there. You got to ban the nerds first of all. Yeah, first of all, yeah, out. jocks only, nerds out. Unfortunately, all the nerds and the most toxic people would be first in line to become the moderator. So we can't really do anything um, about that. Sad but true. Sad but true. The uh, the prisoners run the jail at this point. <laughs> so yeah, my I guess you know to round it out though a punishment for for um well I, for I, Jake I, really our good I, friend I, I Jake guess, yeah sad to say uh Jake and we Jake. can we, we we can call him Jake because he <laughs> is a dear friend of the show he's been on the show twice yeah we ba- we're know, basically friends at this point we're, we're yeah. practically yeah um colleagues so yeah I would say that i guess you just on your id from now on you just lose your last name you just go by your first name only so anytime anyone does refer to anything you you say on any podcast you do like prince yeah or you could go yeah just go by a symbol if that's if it's a problem we can't be referring to each other by you know the 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 identifications we choose or, or or have what else can we do uh Lindsay, anything bugging you these days again in two minutes of hate let it all out yeah um yeah, so I what's been on my mind lately? I don't know. Do, are you guys are you guys TikTok users? I am. I do. This guy Kevin, over Kevin, here, Kevin. You have one. I made. Oh yeah, I never said that on the show. I, oh I, yeah, you. Didn't. I made a TikTok. I used it for about five days, and then I uh-huh. stopped. Uh, maybe I'll come back to okay. it one day. So but, you're not avid users. I mean, no, he is. You, he is. I'm always okay, you on. Are. It. Yeah. yeah. So what is what is your? Because you know how like it kind of formulates like a algorithm of like what you want to see like what kind of stuff do you do you get stuff that like i'm already too involved in and would like to be less involved in so i'm big i'm big into fitness stuff and i'm big into political stuff and sometimes i like tiktok songs yeah political tiktok and fitness tiktok but here's the thing i don't interact with the shit because i don't want to like 
I go on the app to watch like stupid videos of like dumb idiots do funny things. And it's like that's what you have to be liking or else they won't know. No, I think well, you know I, mean? I think it does two way street. It does either like when you like a video or if you watch something all the way yeah, through. It probably so ca- it's probably counting everything. Yeah, exactly. So if there's like your eyeball. An, yeah, if there's an oh interesting video that's like, oh, let me break down uh, this this explanation of critical race theory and i'm like i don't want to watch this but this i feel like this is important so i'm going to watch it all the way through yeah, to sort of formulate something more important 60 seconds or less how yeah, how appropriate like i mean but there are people that do specifically that and they do an entire series is on that there's actually one guy on tiktok right now that uh is dispelling the myth of like race within like sports and like the olympics and stuff like that and you know like why why is our perception of like why do we think black runners are faster or whatever and like actually breaks down the science of all of it and he does a whole series on it and it's really fascinating so shut up you know hmm? yeah y- yeah you so anyway um, what are we talking about spe- yeah. speaking let's take the hate off me here for a second speaking specifically <laughs> to what you were saying yeah so mine like i i started liking what was like funny to me like teens doing funny stuff right and i ended up because you know how there's like kind of like names for like segments you know what i mean like like uh worlds of tiktok or whatever sides of tiktok and i, I saw this one that's like broken kids like i've it's been referred to as broken kids tiktok Jesus. and the whole like thing is you just like are advertising like how emotionally pained you are and like how i can like put on a little thing in the background for the watch i'm not going to put on audio because you wouldn't even be able to hear it well you, you but could basically like, the idea is, like you're capturing something it's supposed to look spontaneous what I'm putting behind me right now is this guy who's like really sad near this pond and he just like throws himself into the pond. What like the fuck? It's too much. I'm overwhelmed with my emotions. They're so intense. Um and it's basically like all, you know, but what's I guess so frustrating is that like the spontaneity of course is fake because they have to plan out like right. literally every part of this like how they're going to film it from what angle, what music is going to go to it, how is the music going to synchronize to it? But you have to make it look really, um, I don't know, realistic. Or no, that, that totally bothers me, too, because it's like you see stuff like this. You don't think about it. Then you thought you think about doing that sort of stuff yourself, maybe. And then it's like the idea of doing it feels cringy because you're like, oh, well, I have to do this, this and this and then make it. look. I know. And they're like so yeah. self-conscious about that. Like they have no. God, I wish that were me. Like when they make themselves cry, like there's so many ones where they just like have like a tear, like they get a perfect tear. Like this, this boy what? I just put behind me. His whole page is just he has like tears in his eyes. He probably oh figured God. out how to stimulate. It says, <laughs> I still production. secretly check your account to see if you're doing okay. And he's yeah. cr- crying on cue. I mean, that's impressive. But that that always like bothers me about the, the concept of like what's real and what's not real on the internet. And the, the whole concept of like acting and playing a character and it is one of those things where it's like i mean we do it to a certain extent like this this is a form of like theater to to sort of like stand here and pretend to be fake cops in order to do a dumb show where yeah, we I, read tweets i always tell people i play a slightly dumber version of myself yeah. in real life but it is one of those things where it's like I don't, there's always a line and i do think that there's a level of self-awareness that like is refreshing when people don't take themselves too seriously because yeah some of this shit is just like you're right there you're right you know i am tired of everyone being so embarrassed about expressing themselves and like trying to hide everything in like a stupid 
unfunny joke because then it's plausibly not sincere or whatever. Yeah, so totally. on one hand, I do respect that these kids are truly expressing their feelings. But I guess what's part of it is like, it's like weird to think like, I mean, I guess if I was this age and I had this, I would probably be doing this too. Um, I guess I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how, what's, how much this stuff is going to stick around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. how many people are going to actually be seeing this stuff that you made when you were 15? I guess we don't know. This yeah, is like a historical. It feels, I don't know if I, I guess, cause I, you know, my familiarity with TikTok is minimal, I guess at best. So it feels more like the format of it feels more like these sort of fading pieces of uh internet media like uh like kind of how snapchat was or i guess still is or yeah. instagram stories or how fleets are and soon to be were where those things won't stick around because they're temporary by nature Wait, are fleets this, going away apparently we found out yeah. last week yeah yeah Wait, what yep yep they're done oh my god kaput Sorry to f- make you find out this way. This is how you found. Remember where yeah, you were. Yeah, this is. I'm. I'm gonna be crying like the TikTok behind you. There you go. And that could be a good punishment I only used too. It like yeah, four times or something. Yeah, That's sad. I thought they were gonna make it more robust and you know get it on my desktop eventually, and not could, just like get even rid get of there. it. Couldn't even get there. How depressing. But yeah, so I guess um, to kind of narrow it down, you're you're are you punishing the people who are going through this effort mm. to make this? Well, I, I've kind of become a little more sympathetic for them through <laughs> just this conversation. It happens, you know. Sometimes the show is a learning experience, you know, you and make, you don't expect it to be. Yeah, you know. Yeah, come out a different person. So at the my end of the my punishment is uh, to paraphrase Marilyn Manson: I wouldn't punish them at all. I would listen. Wow. I would just. I would just listen. Marilyn Manson, one of the greats. The punishment is is lend them a, yeah. an ear. Nothing problematic with that. Hey, maybe if you uh, listened to whatever, no, you, it's you not. Guys, no, it's yeah, not. Okay, yeah. yeah. I do want to say though. I do want to say. Yeah. I remember. Um, wasn't he in what the fuck was it? Fahrenheit nine eleven. Was that the one he was in? I didn't no. see that. No, that was Bowling for Columbine. Bowling for Columbine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what that's, she's yeah, it was Bowling for Columbine, and Marilyn Manson was like, they were like, what oh, would that's you say to these that's kids? what you're. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But like when he was in that movie, punishment. I, th- I feel like the most mind blowing thing people took from that movie was that Marilyn Manson's like, whoa, that guy's actually, he's, he I know, could, he could was, speak he intelligently. Feelings. And it's like, yeah, he's just because he dresses articulate. like a goblin doesn't mean he's like, <laughs> he's still a person, you know? Like, <laughs> well, it's like, it's like I've seen a lot of but, things. I've seen a lot of things about like, I guess I haven't seen them anymore, but I feel like in the Tumblr era, stuff about like someone with lots of tattoos doing something generous or kind to people right. like got a lot of play and it was kind of like see like we tattooed folks can you know be just as kind as anyone else yeah like i didn't realize that wow. was like a i don't know i guess maybe very old people would be surprised i do think but, that it's that i think that like more and more the stigma of that being some sort of like weird people from like derelict subcultures and stuff like that they have tattoos like my parents still hold on to that type of stuff where they're like yeah they, they like dress someone down and they're just like no nah, i don't trust that guy and they it's could like spend some time on tumblr learn a little something maybe they could get a little perspective yeah grant what do you got for us uh Lay it on thick. Uh, um uh people belching in podcasts Okay. Care to elaborate? Oh. It's disgusting. Any other... Gauntlet has been thrown down. Is this... Give me an example. Give me... Why, what, what, why is this bothering you so First much today? First name only. 
first name only. I'm yeah. Oh, it's it. it's bothering me right now today because I really couldn't think of anything else. And I this has been say, on the yeah, list for like I've noticed years. It, I've noticed it there for several months yeah. now. And I, I'm and just wondering know, why it would come up now. And maybe you have a little bit to well, you know, go into it on maybe for the fans want to hear kind of you go off on one of your classic grant rants. I hear someone belch in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so l- mm-hmm. listen. I'm sitting at home. I'm listening. I got headphones in. And I hear someone someone talking. And they have a nice sultry voice. And I'm like, okay, right. And then they belch into the microphone oh. that's in that's going into the earbuds that are reverberating into my eardrum, my ear canal. And it makes me kind of angry. You know, I, we know what I've noticed about you. You, what? you do not like that kind of stuff. Like bodily stuff grosses you out. Like if you mention pee or cum or burping or farting, you, it always gets a, like a. Ugh, I just feel like it's always like just it's fine. I'm just it's just an observation. Yeah, it's just never been my comedic forte. It's, you for know, me, no, you know I, what I, I mean. Personally, like, I love that stuff. I I I think it's funny. I and I think that. You know, it's something. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's unprofessional. I'll, I'll give you that. It's unprofessional. Well, you know, you want to be, you know, doing a. You know, uh, they don't teach you that in broadcasting school. They tell you if you can burp, you save it for later. You do it before you get on the mic, and then you know you you get on a podcast and you hear belching and and. I mean, it's funny. You used it as a punchline once, and that was good. Like a couple weeks ago, I can't what? remember what we were talking about, but it was so stupid. That oh, you just belched no, and it was it hilarious. Was, what was it? We were recording. No, I think I farted. No, well, no, no that was two different things. <laughs> that was during Space Jam, wasn't it? <laughs> like, there was some fucking part where we were watching because we watched Space Jam over the weekend. And I'm just I have to I, die. Yeah, we, uh, we, we what, are. What did you like think? You? I mean, we're, we're going to talk about it on a bonus episode, so I don't want to okay. ruin it. Yeah, we'll save it. We'll but, save uh, it. Yeah, I mean, uh, general, suffice to say, it was incredible. It was really good. Yeah, you liked it. Delivered it goes in every yeah. possible way. That's true. A cinematic feat for sure. Yeah, it was a real touchdown. Um, but yeah, like there, there's a t- a well placed, like well crafted bodily function slash bodily function joke. Sure, fine, whatever. But I, I specifically remember, and again, this is like how long this has been on the dock for whatever, and I'm just like clearing out the dock at this point. But like, sure. I remember like Maddox would do this and like when oh, they were man. doing Did you watch Maddox's podcast or listen listen to? Well, I, I So Is he still doing it, right? I don't well, I don't know if he's still doing it or not. He had an uh, old one. That's uh-huh. actually like actually why a good chunk of people listen to this show is because Grant was a uh contributor of music for Maddox's old podcast a long time like really? 6 yeah. years ago. Actually, I think I angered him so much that it, like, I, I might have been part <laughs> of the crazy. reason I might have been part of the reason why he stopped that podcast. And I know that it wasn't that, but from from like backdoor sort of like notes that I've heard that like the thing that I did okay. really bothered him like on a deep, deep level. Uh, I wrote like a, a, a song making fun of him that was really dumb and tongue in cheek. And did you show it to him or was it like it was played so the it- the podcast was called the biggest problem in the universe i don't know if you're familiar okay. 
um it was like before he started doing he he did like four podcasts or something like that yeah he did like a bunch of podcasts but the podcast that got him into doing podcasts was the biggest problem in the universe and he always talked about the movie titanic that was, was one it like of early it, in the podcast wave, or was it like uh, 2014, right? Yeah, like okay. 2014. Not, not early. Mm, by yeah. I don't know. I guess, you know, not late either. Yeah. Um, it was it was sort of right in there, and it got like a massive cult following, and it ended up after like a hundred or so episodes, like 104 episodes, okay. I think. And um like he, one of his oldest articles was he was just like the movie Titanic is The movie Titanic is stupid and I'll never watch it. He wrote that back in like 1998. (laughs) I still haven't seen it myself, so. You should see it. It's a great movie. And uh, he he always talked about how like he didn't um, he didn't want to like watch this movie and it like came up on the podcast and I wrote a song where I took Celine Dion's music and I sang Maddox is an asshole and it was like a bad song. I made it sound bad because I always get the feeling that like an insult sounds worse when it's coming from like a like I sang really bad on it. Yeah. And I thought that was funnier. So it wasn't like you're flexing on him with your beautiful. Right. Exactly. Um, I told him he can go fuck himself in the song, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And apparently like there were a couple times when they played it on the show and he got so angry that they had to cut it from the show because it just wasn't even funny. <laughs> Didn't play that way on the wow. episodes. I'm like, oh, that, that seemed like fun. Right. The, yeah, uh, the appara- full, apparently yeah. they cut whole segments of like him steaming over the song. And it was just like, dude, it's just a song. Man. But he kept the burping in. Yeah. So that was a thing that people would always criticize him for <laughs> to circle back around. Yeah. That was a thing okay. that people would always criticize him for Um, was uh, they'd just be like, dude, stop it. That's gross, man. And it is gross. It's yeah. just like, have some have some decency, sir. Have some class. Not everybody wants to listen to that. Some people do, but, but it's not thing, everybody. He's so, he's so macho. Yeah. yeah. The embodiment of masculinity. He, wrote, he literally wrote the book on it. Oh, God. <laughs> we know. <laughs> but now you guys have laid it out. So if you have any hate listeners who watch the show because they hate you, I now wish. they know how to end your show. They just make a Celine Dion parody. I wish we had people that hate listened or hate watched. It seems like most people that do that <laughs> just like right now. stop fucking with us. You know, they get bored. They get bored. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine with me. Yeah. Honestly, like. When people are like, oh, uh, you know, the more people hate you, the more successful you are. And maybe there's a point to that. But also, like, I, I don't know if I that's like always that, true. I like that we have seemingly what seems to be a little bit more of a positive community in terms of online communities go. There's some bad ones out there. I'd like to avoid being one of the bad ones. <laughs> like your arrest. Yeah. Somebody, uh, Dilbert in the chat says, I enjoy the thought cops. Thank you. Dilbert. How thoughtful. Thank you. So my punishment goes, uh, if if you belch during a podcast, uh, I punch you in the throat. I I <laughs> knew you were going to say that. I had to, I just had a funny feeling you were yeah, going to say that. Yeah, you were right. Anyway, on that wonderful note, uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we perpetr- sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. So, Lindsay, you're a gamer. I've seen your game on oh, yeah. Twitch. I've seen it happen. We're gamers, too. We play games on Twitch uh, once in a while. And 
there is an article here from Wired I wanted to bring up. Uh, it's a headline, Immortality. Oh, let me pull it up again. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling it up on the screen so that the viewers at home... You can follow along with me. Read the, he- read, the headlong, uh, read the headline out loud with me if you want to uh, at home. Immor- <laughs> <laughs> Immortality should be an option in every video game. Okay. Now, if you want to scroll down here, there's some uh, key key pieces of information. I here. can't read it because my lenses are polarized and I can't see the screen. God but, damn it. Um, Let me by pull, all means. I'm going to read it off my phone here. You um, can read off your phone and the viewers at home can uh, read aloud at the same time as you do. Feel free. It's fun. So this has become sort of a debate amongst... You know, because there's nothing better to talk about. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, it says death, it seems, is everywhere. From the resurgence of COVID 19, thanks to the Delta variant, <laughs> and low vaccination rates, thanks to the effort of, or no, low vaccination rates to the effects of climate change ravaging our communities, everything is a reminder of humanity's own mortality, <laughs> its own fleeting existence. It's no wonder then that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is the perfect game for right now. Play it right and you'll never die. So there's been this like discourse around whether or not games should have the option to have a where you don't die or something. And I I think that there's like a new Psychonauts game that's coming out that also will have like an invincibility option or whatever. And I remember the first time I noticed this was like back on the Wii. I think it was like um, one of the Mario games had uh, invincibility option and like people were like so pissed off about it. Like personally, it's like I, I'm not going to use it. If some people do. I was pissed because I love to talk about beating Mario games like as the point of pride. Yeah, so, I guess it's, it's like, like you have to lower the have to elaborate. Standard. Then I didn't I didn't use the I didn't use the fucking Tanuki suit. Yeah, right. So, right. Actually, the uh, the article does uh, call out Mario here. Um, so they say fearing oh, death. God. Yeah, they say fearing death, on the other hand, can cause a lot of anxiety. That little health bar feels like being tied to train tracks after 10 cups of espresso. It's actually why I shy away from Mario games. I'm not very really? coordinated. Really? And I die way too often. Thanks, Koopas. It's not satisfying. Being able to turn on immortality the way that players can in Ratchet and Clank simply makes one part of the game easier and ensures that aspect isn't a constant stressor. In a world where I'm already too aware of my own impermanence <laughs> and where everyday <laughs> life the real world. <laughs> and yes. where everyday life brings new dangers, it's comforting to be able to live forever in Ratchet and Clank's interdimensional world. Mm, like I, I feel like this person is like a little detached from reality to some extent and i know that they're a games journalist don't you remember gamergate like some people get way way too angry about this like how dare they Ah! because it's like there is you know the people like i'm not i'm not i i i haven't played too much of the dark souls games myself but i know i love those like for that community it seems like the the thrill the fun the ex- like the being part of those games is like the difficulty curve right like can you get this far can you do I this i think it gets overblown maybe that it's like the people like uh, over exaggerate how hard it is you're saying yeah i don't know i mean the dark souls all have co-op i feel like it's you can kind of pick it up with a friend mm. and that's how i got into it and then you kind of learn it's actually not that bad yeah because like but i've always been stubborn about like, it's a standardized, like, you know, there isn't, like, I guess the newest one, you can make it harder, mm. but there isn't, like, an easy, 
easy mode. I was going to say, because I, I feel like if they had an invincibility mode in Dark Souls, people probably would be upset. You know, they would be. And they would blame it on this, that, or the it's other thing. It's also like some games, I think it's more appropriate. Some some games, it's less appropriate. And I mean, there's there's games in the past where that's been just like a cheat code you put in. And like, that was always like, oh, did you know if you put in this cheat code, you could do whatever. You could be Darth Maul and you could be an invincible Darth Maul on a skateboard. I was going to say, you know Tony what Hawk? I mean? I don't think you yeah, die yeah. in Tony Hawk. But you know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah, certain games, sometimes like uh, some of those games are a little more relaxing. Like, sure. Ka- yeah. Katamari comes to mind where it's like, you don't really die in it. You just either do better or you do worse. And yeah. it's like, that's sort of up to the game developer to say like, hey, like, you know, you can toggle these different levels and stuff like that, and we've made it more accessible for people who want to experience it, or for people that don't. You know, it's a, that's always been like an option, and even a lot of older video games is like, oh, do you want to do normal mode or hard mode or extreme mode or like baby mode? And you get like your character gets a little pink bow on their head to at least if they show do that, their femininity like, or whatever the hell. At least or like in uh in Metal Gear Solid Five, there is a you have to wear that that chicken hood if you're like it makes you like invisible to the enemies but he's like yeah but if you wear the chicken hood you look silly during the cutscenes. it's I mean, like that's good point that's fun that's a good point you know and yeah at least do something like that but right i, I have heard the argument tied to the idea of accessibility in video games where like oh well, this is like not mm-hmm. accessible because you've it's too hard whatever which i don't really fully understand the argument around where it seems like it's like what are they trying to access I don't because I feel like I would argue that that kind of is the game, right? Right, and so I don't know. I just want to look at the levels. I guess yeah, it's like just I don't know what yeah, just get a dev kit and just float around. You want to see everything? There you go. But I guess they're talking specifically for people with certain disabilities or whatever. But like, there's also accommodations that people can and have made that are capable of like playing games regardless. You know what I mean? Like. It's like, but this person is like tying it into COVID. Yeah. Like that people, actually reminds me. So bizarre. <laughs> I just I just read an article on Pitchfork. I kind of like compulsively read that site. Sure. Um from your from your beautiful city of Chicago. And uh Is it? I forget. <laughs> let's get I always it. Yeah, forget it's from that. Chicago. They do the Pitchfork Fest there that's true. yeah that's um, true that makes sense <laughs> that makes a lot of sense yeah so it was it was a it was a write-up on this new uh documentary i think it was on hbo about woodstock in 99 with like limb biscuits and kid rock and stuff Hell yeah. and they criticized the documentary because they said the documentary failed to point out that there's a direct link between fred durst's centering of white male rage and the insurrection on the capitol this year oh, and they were boy. like so they were like criticizing it that was like their takeaway was like you know they took a look at the, at the woodstock 99 and limb biscuit but they didn't draw that connection that we did that's you know limb biscuit led directly to this uh to fascism or something what the know. fuck like <laughs> they just really want to talk about their stupid politics really it's like you know, was january 6th like was the they anthem like they're good <laughs> my, my my way by limb biscuit is that what that song's about I guess, or uh, it's. I did it all for the Nookie. <laughs> yeah. If I if I heard someone saying that, I'd let them take the White House. Go for it. The Nookie, <laughs> the Nookie is yours. It's like it's what you're saying reminds me of like certain college courses that I've taken, and where you had to like write certain types of semiotic analysis about like 
this one particular phenomenon and how it contributes to an overall worldview. And like you have to like when you write a paper like that in a college level course, you have to make like very precise statements and you can say things like, yeah, like this one fucking movie that happened a long time contributed in part to a larger worldview that like made us see femininity through a different lens, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But like you would never make that assertion that you take the Woodstock festival and like draw a straight line to the January 6th insurrection and be like, it's all there. Like 22 years it, later. Yeah. It's all there. Like, yeah. like Charlie in the fucking, uh, in, uh, always sunny with the fucking pegboard everywhere. Like with things drawn to like, yeah, no, it's maybe a little more complicated than just, point a point b but i don't know what the fuck do i know and like the the article ends here in a point of uh i don't have to worry about my entertainment triggering my anxiety or making me even more panicked than i was before i picked up the controller oh God. the world is stressful enough video games shouldn't serve to make it worse where i feel like i i do feel like a lot of people myself included to some extent get a catharsis or release from like you know whatever is happening in real life sometimes like a a, a yeah. challenge a challenging game can refocus some of your frustrations on it and sometimes i mean maybe that's not what you want all the time that's fine but just i mean I, but not I, all video games are like that true yeah exactly yeah. it's um, like but they also fail to acknowledge the death drive right that we all experience like part of us wants to experience death and they true. don't acknowledge that at all if you don't get that from uh, Ratchet and Clank, you know, what are you going to what are you right. going to do? And yeah, like I I was saying that a lot during the pandemic where it's just like, you know, I'm sitting at home for however long, like I'm not really I don't want to I feel like I'm entertaining myself to death and I, if I'm picking anything up, like again, it's like I was playing Katamari a lot because it's like you just fucking roll around like it's a relax like yeah, it gets sort of stressful with the time limits and shit like that. But it's just like, yeah, it's a, a fun little game where you don't have to worry about dying. You just roll a ball around and like that's the whole thing. And it's like, well, I do think if you don't do it in time, the king does kill you or shoots lasers out of his eyes at you. Uh, well, uh, too stressful, too stressful. Can't even think about right, it. Yeah, it should yeah. be the my anxiety is already <laughs> spiking. Yeah, like that was my understanding of the argument towards like accessibility was like accessibility maybe towards people with like physical disabilities, not like yeah. people with like color like, blindness or something. People, people that are like, like ah, yeah. I have anxiety. I fell off the Mario course too many times. Like yeah. that's a little ridiculous. Maybe you should grow up a little bit, comma, person that wrote this article. Yeah, and I, I hate to like resort to that, but like in this position, it's like this is like baby stuff. It's it's yeah. it's a very privileged take. You might, my, I hate to use that terminology. My, my punishment, but like, come on, my man. punishment is for you. You know, for you, it's like you know what? I'm, I'm taking away your Netflix, and you're just watching Coco Melon. If that's all you can handle, <laughs> that sounds nice. Coco Melon, Baby Einstein, just kind of vibe. Yeah. Yes. You guys know the the you know I've noticed like an increase in like the idea of like comforts media comforts blank. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Um. I don't know. I just, I do feel like everyone kind of just does want to be like in a little baby playpen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does yeah. feel increasingly like that to me. Absolutely. It, it's um, watching Coco Melon. So that probably is actually a reward. Yeah. I'm at marathon person. at this weekend, you know, just kind of see what's up. <laughs> see what all the gotcha. hubbub is going on. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. Fuck, man. 
Can we talk about the comic book, Grant? Uh, Amelia Clark's comic book? Yeah, if you want to. Um, I don't know how much time we can spend on it. I don't know how much time I can spend on it. Because we were talking, we were talking about this in the Discord today. Yeah. Um, and by the way, if you're not in the Thought Cops Discord, we put a link to it in every episode description, every YouTube link, every whatever. So go hop in and check out the uh, check out the fun we have every single day. Uh, so if yeah, you want to pull it up on the screen there, Grant. I'm pulling. This is. I don't know what. Is there a name for the? I mean, I'm sure there is a name for the comic. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but I can't. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the the mother of madness and it's m-o-m is and so it's the a superhero that's a mom i guess is the the whole thing a little different and i think i think it's i i know nothing about this other than what i googled a couple minutes before we started recording right but um so this is amelia clark she played daenerys on game of thrones oh wow she's making a she made a comic book making a comic or there's or it's about her you know she's making it i guess i i guess i'm writing it i'm assuming she made it as a joke but like the comic itself isn't a joke but like she was like oh i should make like a graphic novel and someone was like i dare you and then she's like okay i'll do it and so now she did it so this is the the first page of this comic i mean it's pretty bad i'm gonna go ahead and read the word bubbles here so it's this she's at this um it says uh she's at a soiree She's at the Clapton Art Museum. Is that Eric Clapton? Not not very uh not a good guy to you reference. You can see there's uh on this plate right here on this tray that this waiter's holding, there is a plate full of cocaine. What? And a baby falling out of a window. Oh, okay. You're doing a yeah. I'm so, doing a bit. This is New York City, March twenty forty nine. Uh she turns to the camera and she says, Hello there. My name is Maya Kuiper. I am 29 years old, a single mom, a high school dropout, a chemical engineer, a part-time sex worker, a Thai food junkie, and biological freak of nature. She's not like other girls. Scorpio and blood moon rising. No drama, no water signs. She says, I like Ruth Bader Ginsburg speeches and Martha Stewart living. I enjoy more children's television shows than is probably healthy, which... (laughs) Like Coco Melon. (laughs) Goes to your point of wanting to be a baby thing. Uh, she says, I lie to myself every time January or I lie to myself every January about using the elliptical I bought four years ago for anything more than an expensive clothes hanger. I get anxiety from feeling like I don't listen to enough podcasts about controlling my anxiety. I made a pacifist run on Undertale my first time through, including escaping the bullet hell. Thank you very much. I am currently trapped schmoozing at an Upper West Side corporate after party as part of my boss's entourage for a female empowerment in the workplace initiative. The last CFO had to step down after getting caught soliciting what turned out to be several thousand Mexican scorpions in a trench coat as part of a viral sen- viral prank sensation. So here we are. That's the first page. <laughs> no. My advice is don't start your comic with hello there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just, al- already, I already tacky. Unnecessary. Edit. edit yeah. Off. Yeah. Maybe it's Here's, not too late. They could fix it. Yeah. Here's another thing you can do. Um, Don't just have the character talk about themselves. And it's you like, know, reference, like, reference, 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 reference. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I... I hate defending Ready Player One oh, more than anything, but it's always one of those things where it's like, this is so bad, and it's like, at least in Ready Player One, 
they these stupid references that we all knew and we all hate and that's what we hated about the movie is that they were just like yeah kicking back drinking a mr pib watching mtv wearing my fucking jinko jeans or whatever and listening to devo and it's just like yeah yeah we get it you're you like the 80s you know but it's like at least that was sort of interspliced throughout the movie you don't just have like at the beginning of it just like i'm going to spend 20 minutes talking to you about myself it's just like yeah nobody this isn't endearing nobody thinks that you're interesting so kevin so, dropped his gun thank you for hope i was hoping that wouldn't pick up on the mic but now that i have oh God, yeah that's the last thing cops are supposed to do whoopsie least, oh butterfingers <laughs> they really hammer that in in uh, the academy yeah. yeah so people are saying that this is like maybe it's satire or it's supposed to be Dude, like i hope so they're man. saying i mean if it is i don't know what angle they're taking because it's like they're laying it on too thick in like one direction yes where it it's feels, like it feels very dated too yeah it's even, very cutting edge i'd be like okay like it could have been funny but it just is like okay right right podcast great you found out about podcasts and that's exactly exactly what it feels like and they're referencing like ruth bader ginsburg speeches and stuff a lady who listens to podcasts you all know a lady like that oh yeah right and again um this takes place march 2049 so yeah so it also just feels like like that's now like yeah. why why is that in the future i'm i'm playing they're, the, they're way too contemporary yeah. or like old like not even that contemporary like they're a little old for now yeah she's like bragging about playing at that point a 60 year old game undertale it's probably emulating <laughs> undertale right right like her nintendo switch six or something yeah. so it's somebody I, I, I guess they're saying that it's supposed to be Oh, like the characters like uh has flaws so they're going for like some kind of weird bojack horseman thing I, or something like that where the character well she's like she's a lady but she's also flawed and it's like are we supposed to find the flaws in all these annoying things she's saying e- even if that's the case it just doesn't quite read that way to me it's hard to tell because it's weird that like it seems like they're trying to characterize like basic liberal lady. And then they say she's stuck at a female empowerment initiative where it's like, wouldn't it seems like the character they're trying to establish would be in. in yeah. Why wouldn't she be in there? Yeah, yeah. The message but it is seems like confusing. it kind of contradicts its own. Like, I don't even know at first. It's like, okay, you see what you're going for in the first, the very first sentence. But then now I don't know. Cause it's like, what are we, I don't know. Is, are we supposed to hate her? It's just like, Oh, this big bitch or whatever. Or right, like, right. I don't know what I'm supposed to think about her. I had heard something. And again, to, to what degree this is true or not. <clears throat> I heard somebody say something along the lines of like, Oh, she's sort of supposed to be like a female Deadpool. Oh, <laughs> is that supposed to help? Ooh. I don't. Yeah. Because like, again, in certain aspects, Deadpool can be very irritating. Now, again, I think that the movies have been pretty good so far. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I, I remember, uh, Kevin, when I was like very excited for the Deadpool movie to come out because I'm like, eh, it's Ryan Reynolds. I think he, he's good at it. It seems to be like a passion project. Like, it seems like they are doing all the right things with it. It's rated R. And like, your response was just like, I've been to so many comic cons where people dress up like Deadpool and act like total jackasses. Yeah. I don't want to see this movie. And I'm glad that it wasn't like annoying or whatever. But it like, wasn't. Yeah, I hate him so much. I hate him more than any other celeb. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds or whatever. I, I hate him. 
He's I, weird. I like him he in. Does, he, I like him in so that mad. role. His whole thing is like just he's like wiggling eyebrows personified. Yeah, oh, I'm, yes. a, I'm so. Yeah. And he has that yeah. movie coming out called like Good Guy or something. And I swear to God, I've seen trailers for it for like five years, and it still isn't out. And it's the and, same know, the trailer. Pandemic, you know, he's like in a video game or something. I just hate, he's like the same thing always, and he's like a kind of person that I hate. Like, yeah, very much like boiled down into like the essence. Like, the so first thing I saw him happened. in was Blade Trinity, which I do love that movie. Oh, that's right, yeah. But um, he was he was like really pissing me off, and like I hate him in that movie, but I do really like that movie overall. But I was just like, I hate this man, and the way that he acted in that movie is the way that he acts in every. It seems like everything, like he's just always doing that. Yeah, for sure. And like some people and are like him. really into that, but I I think like people yeah. are getting sad people sick of the shit. Yeah, bad people. It's a great litmus test. But um, you know, again for this comic, like I've uh, yes, I will give it the benefit of the doubt. It's only one page. It it. Maybe they're, you yeah, know, we're not getting the full context. Right. I, I'll say that much. It's hard to say where they're going with us at this point. But that page does give off a lot of information. That's a lot of words <laughs> for one page of a comic book. Again, even with something that's like a visual medium and it's supposed to be like, you know, it's, it's obviously half literary, half visual, but you're still compelled to like show, not tell. You know, yeah. and like this is just like yeah. telling too much. It's too much, and it's like—is that the joke? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it, but it's also I, not real astrology either. Blood moon isn't real. You can't have two risings. Oh boy, signs. I also so the astrology again, doesn't add up. Maybe again, either. maybe it's not too late to fix it. God, I hope. I also just wonder yeah. though, too, like yeah, if it's some sort of weird satire, like who's the target? Like just like women, you know? I like know. what? Like I, I genuinely can't tell if we're supposed to hate her or right. relate to her within this one page. It feels like it's going both ways yeah. at the same time. You gotta pick one. Yeah. Um, we either like you or we don't. So you know, none of this uh, moral ambivalence. Exactly. What's the main character? We have to feel some kind of way about it. Yeah. And I just have no idea because it it feels like it's trying to like borrow an archetype and like be like, okay, well, I'll load all these things in your brain because this is who this person is. Like she likes podcasts and astrology and she's a sex worker and like all these things oh yeah God, to, they like, have to, like, e- right. every fucking beat like it's like every twitter bio that there is exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a twitter bio superhero yeah yeah, yeah. is she a superhero uh, is that what is that, I, i'm yeah, assuming she's a, yeah something like that I, okay i guess oh, it's like though? her secret identity or whatever her this is like her her secret I powers like, i guess um again i I just fleetingly read little blurbs of okay, things that so I saw on power? Google. But Where I saw that here? her power comes out. I kid you not. I, I believe her power oh, comes out once a month. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. But, so okay. again, like that, 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 that could is... be an interesting sort of like weirdly semi satirical, like that ha-ha. tells you exactly all you need to know about this. Honestly, that is like the nail in the coffin. Like that's pre- it's I exactly. What, I could be yeah. completely wrong, but and I did again, see something. We could have stood said to do that. more research. Sure. Whatever. Fine. Who cares? What are we, Hannity? <laughs> that your <laughs> go-to reference Bruce for a man of a lot of sh- uh, schmoozing. I think right. <laughs> What? Like that's my impression of Bruce Wayne. He does a lot of this socialite. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's business. what they're going for. Now, right. I honestly, now I want to know more because I've gotten myself into this position. Like, I want to know more. I feel like I should know more. 
Um, I, I, think I didn't see the cocaine. Where's the cocaine? Oh, no, I was kidding about that. He was making oh, a Clapton okay. reference. Yeah, I was making a, a good oh, era okay. Clapton joke. All right. This is is that, party. Is that uh, all we... Uh, I guess for, for I'm, I'm just like, going through I'm going through I'm like going, what people are saying about it. Yeah, pretty much like I mean, obviously, it's because like, yeah, like you know, yeah, there might be something enlightened, like maybe we're missing something. You know, this is the whole thing with thought cops is we're the Internet detectives. We got to figure out what's going on right now in front of a audience that's currently listening. <laughs> audio audience. Yes. Yeah. Audio visual. Decide and make up your mind about this text-only comic. Yeah, my uh, punishment is back to the drawing board. We don't like it. Do it again. Uh, we got we you gave you some notes on this episode. Maybe you could listen to the whole yeah. thing. Um, Workshop it. Yeah, uh, we'd we, actually learn more about this character if the astrology was sound. Is right. my point. We want this. Like, tell you us know, your actual signs, so we will be like, okay, now I know all this about her. Yeah. What time were you born? That's a thing. I I think. Yeah, you need that for the rising sign, which is falsely given here. And again, if that's your audience, you don't want to fuck that up. Yeah. I'm actually also a Scorpio rising, so... Sleep maybe, science. I relate, maybe I relate to this character. <laughs> Sleep science in the chat says, take our notes, extremely famous actor, Amelia Clark. That's and right. I don't appreciate the fucking sarcasm. No, he's right, though. He's right. Okay. He's not being sarcastic. Let's talk about the next story. Um, <laughs> it, man, let's do one more story here. I, I do want to talk about the Ben and Jerry's shit, but also I don't because it, it treads so far into like actual politics in a way that makes me sick. But also, I feel like it's important because it's one of those things where it's like, man, we talk about this culture war shit and this like, like the the effects that it has on just like basic social discourse so much on this show. And I think that this is a glaring example of the hypocrisy. And I also think that pointing out hypocrisy does inherently nothing to change any material conditions that any of us ever go through in our day-to-day lives. And yet, I still feel compelled to do it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. I guess all on board the ice cream train. There's also... (laughs) like Collectively. (laughs) There's also part of this where it's like, man, I don't want to get into like the israel palestine let's just make it quick there's a, was it a new just ice cream a, a new ice cream a flavor new, a new ice cream flavor is it good that's all i, I would just <laughs> a new ice cream flavor called anti-apartheid uh ben and jerry <laughs> ben and jerry this is everyone's favorite comedy podcast thought cops ben and jerry's oh, put out a press release saying uh ben and jerry's will end our sales of ice cream in the occupied palestinian territory uh they're just like hey there's some things happening in the world and we're not necessarily you know a hundred percent on board with it and we sort of feel our own sense of moral obligation just not to not to play a part in any of this so we're just we're pulling out of this area we're just not gonna sell them ice cream anymore which is just like who can like who cares you know like it it is one of those things where it's like yeah like uh I saw a lot of responses where people were like, people online were like, oh, I hate when companies get into politics. And it's like every corporation's a political entity. Like you can't fucking avoid it. They're all going to do things and you can either like agree with it 
or disagree with it. And that's that's like fine. That's your imperative as either an American or a person living in Israel. Um, but like the the uh, the response has been insane. Like, where's my I can't have the Jimmy Fallon ice cream anymore. Come on. <laughs> Have have either of you heard any of this or or seen oh, a it? Little yes. bit. A little I forgot bit. about it, but I remembered because I I'm a fan of uh, Abigail Shapiro, Ben Shapiro's sister, oh, and she yeah, like retweets yeah. him, uh, you know, occasionally, like actually pretty frequently. And she re- she retweeted him saying, I "Guess I won't have that ice cream anymore." And that was the extent of which I, to which I followed it. Paired so, alongside, I think there was another another tweet like of his. Clockwork. Yeah, there was another tweet of his that was like, I don't care that these people support BLM because uh, I don't care that every, you know, I'm just because my political leanings go one way or what. And then it's like, okay, well, but you're doing, here's you doing the opposite, which again, I don't think hypocrisy matters at all. People I are hypocrites online all the time. I posted in your Discord what fast food should I get? And someone said Chick fil A and I got Chick fil A and ate it. Yeah, right so, the show, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Israel, yeah, do you guys know what is the significance of the six pointed stars on the Chicago flag behind you? Uh, I feel like those are unusual in American <laughs> symbology. So, so they are. Um, there, there's a whole ass history of the Chicago flag and like everything that it represents. Like, uh, has it changed? It has. Time? It has changed over time. There used to wow. be. Of course, Chicago has changed. This is very important Chicago history. There used to be like two or three stars on the flag, and then they would add them as like um, one star. I assume there's more flag that's getting cut off. Yeah, this is only that's only half. I have to Google it it, because I don't know what the rest looks like. It's it's, is this, but like the other half too. Yeah, mirror image. Okay. Um, Oh. Yeah, and okay, there's there's so a whole history symmetrical. behind like uh the the two lines are like Both the things. river and the lake, you know, the two blue lines, the stars represent like uh like the the century of progress and like the world's fair and like the great fire, I think. Uh I don't know, there's, okay, a, there's a whole The fourth one is for thought. So like they add a star whenever there's like a disaster or some kind of event. Basically, yeah, for a long time it was only 3 Do stars. We know why they're Actually, I don't know why they're six pointed. I might have known. I don't remember. Um, do oh. we have any people from Israel? I, I love that shade of blue, that like turquoise blue. I think that's really nice. It's it's a good. It's not blue. a lot it's of a flags. Solid, it's a solid it's a nice, blue. It's a nice one. Um, speaking of flags, let's get let's get back to the Israeli Palestinian oh, conflict. <laughs> yeah, no, it's derailed us off of that important conversation. I, I'd rather be having, which is probably just what Fred Durst would do if he was here. <laughs> Um, keep you away from the important issues so in retaliation Israel uh, vows to quote act aggressively against Ben and Jerry's and then um, what's that supposed to mean well here's another thing Um, Israel's president says Ben and Jerry's boycott is part of a quote new form of terrorism I'll put this on the screen so people don't think that I'm like lying or something like that but like this is in so, like we're talking, let me remind the audience about iced cream, you know, Jimmy Fallon flavored ice cream, Cherry Garcia. God, I'm getting so fucking hungry. Is now, now. terrorism. I mean, th- this is just like an insane level of discourse. And again, like we're talking about people's like 
free speech, their free right to exercise, like just basic fucking, you know, whatever, um, like free association, whatnot. Uh, like we're we're at the point where there's like sitting fucking senators. Senator James Lankford says, uh, uh, Ben and Jerry's has now decided they know more about Jerusalem than the Israelis. If Ben and Jerry wants to have a meltdown and boycott Israel, um, Oklahoma is meltdown, ready to respond. It? It's ice cream. Delicious. Yeah, that's that's a weighted word to throw at an ice cream company. Yeah. Damn. They have a lot of trauma associated with that, yeah. that word. <laughs> Senator James Langford, call into Thought Cops. We want to hear more jokes. Uh, he says Oklahoma has an anti-boycott of Israel law in place. Uh, we should immediately block the sale of all Ben and Jerry's in the state and any state-operated facility to align with our law. So well, it's like, I'll tell you, Grant, it sounds like it's going to be a rocky road <laughs> ahead for Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> it's just like, again, another glaring example of like, I don't know. There's there's this fleeting concept of like this weird culture war that's happening in fucking America. And like the the fact that like this does at the end of the day, like a lot of this stupid shit that we talk about eventually spills over into like real life politics where you have like real sitting fucking uh, politicians that are saying like insane shit about like, yeah, we're going to shut down American companies because they like did a, a fucking boycott of like a country because they disagree with like something that's happening overseas like it's it's insane when it gets to this level but it's like of course it's gonna get to this level because like look at the fucking shit we do on the show every week do you think that if they didn't say anything it would have been a problem because i know you pulled up here it was an the, announcement the press release yeah yeah it was on their website like if they didn't announce it i wonder if people would i think be... announcing is the whole point though Maybe I'm yeah. cynical. No, I mean, I, in, in, and they have like a history of like sort of, sort of like you know progressive political, yeah. like you know Ben and Jerry endorsed Bernie Sanders. You know, like Nepotism. they also both look like Bernie Sanders, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I remember at the uh, went to a Bernie rally here in Chicago, and uh, one of them was there. Spoke. Well, oh yeah, ben or Jerry. Yeah. It, I don't think it was the one that we went to. It was a different one. Oh. Are they local or did they? They're from Vermont. They fly in. They must have okay. flown in with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anywho, um, sleep science in the chat says I'll be the first to say that the Israel Palestine Palestine conflict is a lot more complex than some people on the left right. likes to act. But using the law to boycott countries, um, uh, to to bar boycotts of a country's actions, no matter the justification, is tyrannical. And yeah, to to ban a boycott is like just like in, insane. It's just again, it's like we we've done this show and we've seen like oh yeti whatever people told told everybody uh, don't vote for Trump and then people take their yeti cooler and they like the bash yeti? it with a hammer. Oh, it's like a cooler company. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you bash it with a hammer. I the yeti you... stays out of things like this. <laughs> yeah, or you like throw your Nikes off a yeah. balcony or I'm whatever. My Nike stuff on fire still, and it's like here, here it is. Uh, you know, bleeding, bleeding into the real world again. The internet's the internet do be bleeding into the real world. It's a problem. It's like the Matrix in reverse. So I I looked up why the Chicago stars are six pointed, and it seems like there isn't actually an answer. This article says, um, they just said it's interesting that they're six pointed. Um, a lot of states use five point stars, which is what I said. And because I'm just very perceptive about things like that. And, uh, 
Flag Scholar notes that the six-pointed design had never before been seen on a flag of a sovereign state. So I mean, it makes the Chicago flag all the more singular. It's a beloved city. So you, you would think there would be a reason, given the that they scholar. like everything grand. There just set. should be a reason for everything. But I guess they just wanted stars, and they just decided... What yeah. be different? You know, what are, yeah, we're we're and a little you can, different. You here. can very clearly see though, it's not like the Star of David type shape. Like it's not like triangles. It's like thinner. Like it's it's like a star. Yeah. Like an actual it's more symmetrical. Yeah. It's like if you squint and looking at a star. I guess it'd be weird because I guess each star, the whole star represents like a fire. Yeah, they're one of one represents so it'd be weird if each point of the fire represented something. You gotta just give it to the the whole star gets to represent the fire. I just hope we stay at four stars. Fair. We don't get to five. I don't want to have... That'll be chaos. Something bad. Yeah, so the stars were originally aligned left to leave room for future stars, but they're now centered. And I guess they'll just get switched <laughs> yeah. in. I was, I was going to say, if they just kept going like aligned left, like one, two, three, four, that means nothing ever, nothing bad will ever happen here again. There's a bunch of Chicago dude bros that would have to get their tattoos updated. <laughs> that's true yeah the ta- have you seen tattoos of it oh absolutely oh, like, uh, yeah absolutely oh. every fucking barista in the city literally everybody i have one no i don't have one but i don't either and i won't get one anyway uh i do just finish this ice cream crap that's the punishment we finish the ice cream yeah Yummy. that's it we right. we go to ben and jerry's uh and like, what's what's the one Tim and Eric sketch where they're like, we ate all of Brownie Mountain. Oh, we yeah, eat yeah. all of Ben and Jerry's. That's it. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. I mean, what what are we going to do? Solve the Israeli-Palestine conflict nah, on this show? I don't, I don't like think it. so. I don't, don't want to do that. Not me. But let's move right along to something more positive, something nice. I'm talking about Thought Cop's key to the city. My key to the city goes to a Chicago artist named Derek Erdman or Erdman. I'm not sure how you say it, but so I got a funny story with this on Twitter yesterday. Uh, I post because I, I go on a lot of walks on my lunch breaks, just walk around because I work at home, just get out of my house. And I, uh, I stumbled. I walk past this, uh, this area. I walk past every single day. And the other day, uh, it had a big sign on it that said, uh, Jesse Smollett dog park chicago park district now i don't know if you remember Lindsay, the jesse smollett incident where i watched a video about it recently on that channel it's popped you know the the crime analysis one or whatever the okay criminal psychology channel yeah so like for anybody who doesn't know he he essentially faked a hate crime he said he was in chicago he got chased around by guys i didn't realize i was in chicago yeah. yeah, yeah, he was because he's from here. I think he actually, I don't oh, know if man. he's from here, but they filmed that show Empire here, that the show he's on. Okay. And he said that he was out at night and it was like in a very affluent part of the city, too. Where he yeah, said, it was like downtown. And it was in a blizzard, I believe. Yeah, it was also in a blizzard. And these guys, he said, in MAGA hats chased him with ropes, like lynches and stuff, saying, You're in MAGA country. <laughs> they were also and Nigerian bodybuilders, well. too. Oh, God. Was it Lindsay? <laughs> Oh, F slurs. I, I just love oh, to yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Which whole thing is also goes. like, how would you know if you didn't like watch the show or like know who he was? Like, you know, like <laughs> they're, they're huge there's fans. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're huge fans, you F slurs. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so this whole thing happened and, and like, and everybody was kind of up in arms about it for a week. And it comes out that the whole thing was made up because I think, secu- what was the security camera footage? Might have come out or something like that. But it was just, anyway, uh, a they huge. They got the guys who did it. 
like the guy the guys who did it and he paid them yeah right just like insane insane yeah so anyway i was i was walking around on my lunch break so as you can imagine my surprise a jussie smollett dog park I take a picture for Twitter and I'm like Memorial. It's a memorial dog park. Right, right. It's like and it's a Chicago right. Park district underneath it. And I take a picture of it for Twitter. I'm like, I'm like, you got it looks official. Yeah, it did it looked real. And like I in my head, I'm like, this may be some kind of goof, but it was like I walked by and there was a family using it as a dog park, though. So it looked okay. extra official. And I put it up on Twitter and it's like, well, you gotta be kidding me. And it got retweeted and posted around actually quite a lot all day from all these different people on Twitter who are like this city, this criminal city is run by criminals and look what they're doing. And this and like all these like bad faith remarks about like Chicago and all this other stuff. Look at this. And people are, they, they made it at least it's a dog park so they can honor him with little brown trophies of poo because that's what he's full of. He's full of shit. Got him. And it was like <laughs> a lot of vitriol. Yeah. And then I ended up I ended up um somebody uh, I saw on Instagram. Somebody reposted the guy. It was, it's a local artist named Derek Erdman Erdman. Um, e e r d m a n. Check him out on Instagram. Uh, so it turns out he's actually a really cool guy. Just does a lot of really uh, just does a lot of art. He lives in the same neighborhood as me. And just this- start knocking on doors, see if you can find him. Yeah, yeah. Get him on the show. Well, could happen actually. Uh, so he put up this like it just was like this. I guess even like some level of performance art just by putting this thing up and seeing how people would react to it. Right, which, right. Again, like okay, I just happened to see it like the day after he put it up and put it on Twitter. And then it got a lot of traction when I guess otherwise people just, no one really seems to bat an eye. They're like, Oh, a dog park. Okay. I don't know who Jesse Smollett is, but <laughs> probably looking uh, at their phones. Yeah. So it was for that contribution. Typical millennials. But again, he got me, he got everybody else who fell for it. And then at the end of the day, it's honestly a very funny prank. So I yep. uh, get my key to the city, Derek Erdman on Instagram. Lindsay, anything positive uh, in your life you want to share? Anything cool out there you want to tell you know, us I'm about? Gonna keep, I'm going to keep it in Chicago. All right. I want to, and I realize maybe this might be a conflict of interest now, but uh, congratulations to Kanye West. He has new, his new album is coming out tonight. Wow. And in fact, I realized the reason I said it's a conflict of interest, I believe it's now streaming on Apple Music. So I think it's actually like happening like right, right now. now. If right I have now. Apple Music, which I don't. Uh, nobody, um, nobody in the I'm chat. I'm a big fan. Leave. I don't know how you guys feel about Mr. West. I don't really have any strong opinions. Yeah, I'm same. not sure whether I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. I just feel like he's overdue for a good one. Sure, sure. But I don't know. I don't know what'll happen. I also don't know if there will be cussing on this record. Yeah, I don't know because the last one had no cussing. He's. I hate to use the term, but he's sort. Can't believe I'm going to say it. he's sort of trad cat. <laughs> I. <guess. laughs> He is kind of Chad Cath, but he was always religious. But that's like a, a big, kind of, big thing for him now. Or yeah. Yes. I feel like it was correlated with probably his mental health at the time. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, sure. And I don't know. But the thing is, like, I've heard leaks of stuff that wasn't released. And it is, like, so good. And I, I don't think my favorite song is on the new album because it's called Alien. And it's really good. I think you can hear it on YouTube and stuff. And that one just, I think it was going to be on his album that was going to be called TurboGrafx-16. Shout out to the gamers. Sure. Yep. Um, and that one didn't happen in favor of like the No Cussing Jesus album. So it'd be nice if he would like release his cool stuff that was going to come out. And also it'd be nice if he started cursing again. Because I just feel like, I, I mean, not it that everyone has to one curse, out, you know, gotta hear but it. But it just feels, it felt very restrained to me, especially because I know like on the last album, there was like a Nicki Minaj verse that she was very proud of. 
that got like completely edited out. And mm. she was like, I, th- I think she just hates Connie now because like she worked really hard on this and he just like threw it away because obviously it's like, this is a slutty woman. I'm like, I don't know. I sure. could go on yeah, about yeah. Kanye. But Kanye has a lot of feelings about slutty women too, especially now being a father. And I wish he wouldn't express those feelings. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like that's like sounds like every weird. Kanye fan has a lot of that sentiment. From, yeah, a lot of complex <laughs> yeah. feelings. Yeah, towards him. But regardless, though, it's like it is an event. It seems like when he releases yeah, a new album. Yeah, what's the mood in Chicago like? It must be. I'm sure you feel it in the air. I didn't even know. I, mean, that. I guess he hasn't no. lived there in years. Probably. I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye if if there is a new dog park dedicated to him. I'll let you know. Okay. I mean the the most recent thing was he did like some sort of weird collab with the gap that's downtown and he put like a okay. big handwritten Didn't he used to work at a gap before he was yeah. a rapper yeah so it was that he one did. and he did some sort of weird oh, collab nice. and like the entire building was like covered in some sort of tarp that had like a <laughs> handwritten-esque note from kanye that's mm-hmm. the only thing that and people would like go there and like take a picture next to them that's yeah, the only thing I that, that i remember there was any sort of buzz for recently cool well, you yeah, know, I, I would I'm say... excited to listen to that whenever it's available, and I hope he curses on it. I don't know crossed. if you guys want to place a bet one way or the other. Make this interesting because I feel like it's weird to make a cur- an album that is like like con- confrontationally not explicit. Because then it's like, don't you have to kind of do that forever? Or you're a hypocrite, or maybe not. Maybe I'm. I mean, I, it. I mean, I don't know. He probably just plays by his own rules at this point. Does whatever. Yeah, you know, it probably do whatever you know, he just wants. Go with yeah, the flow, probably. Yeah. But it also limited his collaborators. They had to play by those rules. And he reunited clips for a song on it, a future. And they had, they were they like, they weren't allowed to cuss and they were like talking about church. And I was just like, imagine if this was like unrestrained. So I thought that was frustrating. I just hope he lets loose. He also had like, like divorcing. certain, he had certain rules, I think, for people that he would collaborate with, like no premarital sex while you're working with me, which is <laughs> really, I forgot yeah, about no, that. he did that. Yeah. It's weird, man. And I guess it's like if you are in that very prolific position of success, you you can really, I guess you could make up whatever rules you want, you know? I mean, people are going to follow them or they're not going to follow them. And then, you know, whatever happens, happens. What what side you got pulled up here? Oh, I pulled up uh, when he had rules for his models. um, When he did his, I don't know if it was his first fashion show. It was one of the early ones. And they were like... um, Quiet, please. No whisper. No smile. No dancing. No sing unless instructed. Um, do not act cool was the one I liked. One of the rules is do not act cool. There's also one that I says enjoyed. loosen up, no stiffness. And right under that, do not be casual, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> so I would be very stressed out to receive these orders. I feel like it would make me way more self-conscious than any other po- thing you could possibly hand me. I like the last one just says, do not ever look at the Jumbotron. <laughs> What's on the Jumbotron? Do you remember the one time when um, uh, Charlotte Sarch was on the show and she was talking about how Kanye like crashed the Pornhub Awards? Oh, yeah. And how yeah. he was like a big jackass about that and how there were like certain stipulations that Pornhub had said against like the performance, the the performers that were oh, at the show. Yeah. And that Kanye came and he was just like, oh, all my models are like naked or whatever the fuck. And it's he just seems like, like a huge. He's a huge porn addict, I believe. Like he's talked about it a lot in his music even weird like it seems like he's very very addicted to porn maybe maybe this is like some 
Maybe the Pornhub Awards was not the place for him to go. You're right. And then to make no, that, it, prob- it probably wasn't. Kind of sounds like it makes a little bit of sense why he's doubling back so hard on everything else, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, controlling himself, but also like I have to control the world around me too. We need Here's- a NoFap. We need a NoFap album. From <laughs> yeah. Kanye. A NoFap concept album. Yeah, we I make think it that's tonight. What he and, he, and he can swear on it, but just no, no fapping. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, no fapping, Grant, what? I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't know. Excuse I, me? I don't I don't claim to know either. What am I, a Nazi? Grant, what's your key to the city? Did you see that discourse the other day that no. somebody made some joke on uh, Twitter about like no fapping or whatever? And they're like, yeah, what are you, a Nazi? That's what those alt-right people do is they don't <laughs> masturbate. And it's just like, so what? Wow. Everybody that doesn't masturbate now, everybody's a Nazi. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Awfully defensive. You know, I kind of see, I do feel like there's a, a connection between, like, what I was talking about earlier, I feel like it's the very liberal mindset of that, for example, Ratchet and Clank article of, like, wanting to just be feeling pleasure all the time. And I do feel like liberals <laughs> yeah. are very pro just, like, coming and touching yourself all the time and, like, yeah. watching, you know, colorful children's cartoons. And I don't know. I do feel like there's, like, a connection between all that stuff. I, yeah, so, the- in, a, in that way, if you are going to politicize fapping versus no fapping, I would say... At least in the current like atmosphere, I would say fapping is is on the liberal side, and no fap does feel a little more just I guess just by you know negative definition, like it seems like it would go on the other side. And you know, I, I, like oh, you know, politics change over time; it could go the other way. Like, what yeah. is that that argument people people are always making? Oh, you know, the Nazis were the Democrats back in the day; they used to masturbate, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're going to hear a lot about in the future. You know, back in my day, uh, <laughs> you know, the other guys masturbated a lot. Well, you know, there was that, like, the Beatles talked about how they used to masturbate together yeah. when they Some got old. Shit, and I just yeah. feel like if everyone lived to that age, when they could talk about their masturbation, like, if Lincoln lived long enough to feel comfortable, like, going public with his masturbation habits, I don't know, it just feels like history would be, it would look different. Yeah, if only they didn't shoot him. Kind of sad. Yeah, it is sad. Grant, what do you... But at least we know it about the Beatles. I'm glad, I'm glad we got that insight. Th- yeah, thank God. I mean... As a bit of a Beatles nerd. Yeah. Definitely. I'd uh, like to know that about the Beach Boys. What's that? I feel like I'd like to know about the Beach Boys masturbation habits. I feel like I'm just going to go ahead and assume. I just feel like that would be interesting. I'm going to go ahead and assume every prolific band is gone. Had at least one. I'm going to guess Brian Wilson was no fap, but the other ones were doing it all the time. Laissez-faire. You know, that's my my intuition. If John Wilkes Booth had shot Abraham Lincoln in the back of the head with a large cum shot as opposed to a bullet. <laughs> wow. The world would be a lot different of a place. Yeah. No, but but he was too frivolous with his seed. <laughs> Food for thought. Was, the, was yeah. the issue. Um my my key to the city this week goes to um this video that I saw a little bit back ago. Um I don't know who this is. Uh it says right there. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I'm not familiar with the work of this person. I've not seen her content before, but because I'm a toxically masculine male, uh, I saw that uh, Maggie May Fish made a video about Fight Club, and it was pretty good. I've heard, I've heard of this person before. I heard, I heard it's I good. Not. I heard this stuff is good. Uh, it was a refreshing take on a 20 year old movie that I, I don't think that I'd heard this level of analysis before about this movie and i like this video a lot so check it out fight club and fincher an analysis by maggie may fish 
when was the last time you saw Fight Club? Because I've seen it once and it was like, what, like over a decade. Yeah, I saw it. I got it. Almost 15 years, probably. Probably about the same for me. At least five plus, if not 10 plus. And I still. I guess it was like a big movie. Yeah, I mean, it was like when it came out, it was huge. And it's been like this weird cultural like milestone. And then there's first My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Exactly. It was like the, the direct predecessor. And uh, absolute direct. And then obviously, like, there's like, uh, like this crazy discourse about like, oh, like these toxic men who say that Fight Club's their favorite movie, which is like, yeah, there's a point to that. But also, like, I still like the nuanced conversation of like, what really is this talking about? And like, uh, our reactions to it are they warranted? Are they not warranted? Like, what? role does this sort of play in society and stuff like that so like for some reason fight club is like varied like i i i feel like i'm always thinking about it because it's it's just like one of those things one of those cultural points where it's just like inherently divisive but at the same time incredibly popular and like people really can't make heads or tails of it and it's always watching it and also do you think that like zoomer young adults are watching it because I feel like they probably aren't, but maybe I, they are. I would guess not. I guess I wouldn't know. I would guess not, but also just based on the fact that, like, so many people talk about it still, like, that maybe. Actually, I, I could see an argument for it with a lot of these guys who idolize these Ryan Gosling characters in movies, like uh, Blade Runner 2049 and yeah. Drive and stuff like that. I feel like it guys does... Like me. <laughs> yeah, guys weird like to me because I, f- I feel like he has very soft features you know what i mean like he he's kind of like effeminate yeah i think that that sort of plays into the roles that he does for those films you know where he's like the quiet sort of effeminate sort of soy boy looking okay i guess that it's like the fantasy of him being like empowered like in drive sure, kind sure. Of, yeah yeah maybe so, I, I, mean, d- I disliked him until until Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which I like that movie. I like that. But movie I think what just lot, bothered yeah. me was everyone said he was like the hottest guy in the world, like in the Notebook and stuff. Like everyone said he was so hot, and I just didn't, I didn't see it. It didn't work for me. Also, me not too. Yeah. Same. Yeah, because I I think it's like you know the tall, dark, and handsome thing. He's not dark. He has blonde hair. He's also like kind of woman. short too, isn't he? Yeah, he's four uh, twelve. Yeah, he's got blonde hair like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, let's move on to this he's week's. He's probably short. He seems short. I think he. I will, we'll look it up later. A giant, a Ryan Gosling. Chat says five two. That's really, really short. Five two. That seems like excessively short. Yeah, that's actually. I would. I would be surprised if that was the real digits. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> um, this week's thought cops no! word of the week. <laughs> this week's word of the week. I'm just like bur- burning all Google's my posters. Google says six feet, which also feels false. That doesn't. No way. I There's do no not. Way he's six no feet way. Tall. No way. Uh, this week's thought cops word of the week is fake cell. It's someone who pretends oh. to be an incel. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah. Leave it to the us real incels. Seriously, I've been, I've been spending a lot of time studying. Uh, not a lot of time, but a little time listening to like the fem cell side of things mm. recently. But it's not really, I don't know. They don't have much of a community. And that's pretty much just like female incel, right? Yeah, female yeah. incels. But yeah. they're different. But they're also kind of the same in a weird way. Right, right, right. Anyway, I, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. I played a gym can, cell for a season on Thought Cops. Yeah. That was fun. That's that's a guy who goes to the gym. And, is, yeah. it, is it causal or is it 
You know I mean? Like, is it is the fact that he goes to the gym responsible for him being in it? Because I feel like usually they're like something cell and like the word before cell is supposed to mean like why you're an incel. But I feel like if you're a gym cell, that sounds like you were an incel and then you just started going to the gym because you have nothing else well, going like, on. Well, something. to be fair, like vol cell is like voluntarily celibate. So it's like you go to the gym and you're celibate. So it's like you're choosing going over. You're choosing like lifting and working out over. Uh, yeah, but vol cell is why you're an incel because it's, you're volunteering to be an incel. I don't Every think, other one that I've seen is like why you're an incel. Yeah, I so don't think a lot of people sell? put a lot of thought into it, to be honest. Probably, you, sorry. Yeah, maybe no. they're just adjectives. Yeah, they just words, words mean nothing anymore. Do you ever think I'm about the fact the that gym. we could do like an entire college lecture about some of these terms? Like we could go into <laughs> a legitimate university, an accredited legitimate university yeah. and do an hour and a half long cells. lecture about like these different stupid things that mean absolutely nothing and don't matter at all. Yet they're like the biggest signifiers that we have in yeah, they modern are. culture. Yeah. Uh, before we do get to our last segment of the show, which is our listener voicemails, Lindsay, if you want to plug everything you want to plug, go ahead. Oh, um, I guess just just my Twitch is is cool. Okay. Skylarky. Skylark with a Y at the end. That's it. All right. Um, yeah. Check it out. If again, if you if you like video games and liars. Yeah. Perfect pitch. A lot yeah. of lying. <laughs> a lot of falsehoods. Uh, without further ado, though, let's listen to some voicemails from our wonderful listeners. If you want to go ahead and give us a call, it's 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit it. <laughs> This is the Discord News for this week, bringing you all the news worth reporting from the virtual streets of Neo-Chicago. Last week, Kevin admitted to being embarrassed by this segment while not realizing <laughs> that having a podcast is much more embarrassing than whatever this is. Uh, more or less. No, it's not. Tropical Goth posted a shroom jack edit of Joey Guacamole. <laughs> In response, Joey Guacamole changed his name to Shroomyo and set the edit as his profile picture for a day. <laughs> In hashtag real politics, Sleep Science and KT Shane argued about billionaires and their moral responsibility to society. After a while, Grant showed up and posted a single sentence that became the channel's dedicated copy pasta for the day. <laughs> a new channel just for the fellas called hashtag King's Court Crown Emoji was created this week. It was immediately harassed by Nico, proving that women simply can't deal with men being happy without them. <laughs> and now for the final segment of the show, Sports Update. This week. And now to our final segment okay. of the program. La Camera Corner. La Camera called Australia an authoritarian shithole and reposted Nico's shitting selfie. This week's Discord news has been presented to you by Joey Guacamole and Pirate Skull and Crossbones Tropical Goth. I'm sorry, Lindsay. That was, again, alienating. <sighs> Lindsay, did, you, did you understand any of that? Was that... It felt high concept. Uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, one way to put it. So, but yeah, yeah, it sort of followed along. It's a, you know a little bit of the news and what's going on in our Discord. Apparently, uh, yeah, Yosef is now talking in third person. That's new. <laughs> that was that a real <laughs> accent or was that a fake accent? Yeah, no, no he's, he, he talks like that. Yeah, he, yeah. well, he, he just talks like that. No, he lives in. Germany. Sorry, that was offensive. Now that I asked that. <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry, you're, not, I the, like you're not the first. You're not the first, and you won't be the last. You can be. You can be racist against Germans. I thought Germans. it was real until it's you brought up okay. that it was like the Discord guys goofing around, and now it's like. Well, I don't know. Yeah, they're just having a laugh. They are real people. Okay, good. Let's hit the next one here. That was a single voicemail? Yeah. Yes, yes. 
Oh, sorry. Uh, we moved. We let's, missed let's do it again. part of that. Sorry, my bad. Sorry. This, it's already scary. I love the woman who is your wife. Her nose breathes the air of a world that I know. Wait, this guy again? Therefore, I love that nose. Her ears <sighs> and music yeah. I might sing half the night through. Therefore, I love her ears. What? Her eyes delight in seasons of the land. So if I this is who I think... Eyes. It is. It is. Her tongue knows quince, peach, chokeberry, mint, and lime. I love to hear it speaking. Because her flesh knows heat, cold, affliction. I know fire, snow, and pain. Shared and once again shared experience. Billions of prickling textures. Cut one sense away, cut part of life away. Cut two senses, life halves itself on the instant. We love what we know, we love what we are. Common cause, common cause. Common cause of mouth, eye, ear, tongue, hand, nose, flesh, heart, and soul. All right, see you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that that all listener, right. See you guys. This if, if that's the same person I'm thinking it is. We had this like, I listener. I think it is. Yeah, from okay. like two years ago, who would leave these cryptic voicemails that were these long rambling passages from some sort of stories or some sort of story or some sort of like poetic something or a novel or like some yeah. i i don't know what but i forgot about it until i forgot just, also oh, yeah. until you said oh is this and i was like oh i yeah. forgot about that it unlocked a memory yeah this was the early days mm-hmm. of the thought cops oh our stalker's still alive how nice <laughs> hey let's see the next one Let's. I need a palate cleanser. And good evening, Thought Cops. Ah, Once again, gracing your voicemail, it is I, Leo the Incredible. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Grant. Hello. I hope your evening is going well. That's pretty good. I have something a little bit different this time on this voicemail. Oh, good. I'd like to report a thought crime. I'm not sure anyone's ever called in and reported a thought thought crime. Maybe, maybe not. That is why we have my thought crime. All week. I've had the pleasure of uh, scrolling through Twitter, and on my timeline, I noticed that a couple of rich men, real billionaires, launched themselves up into space. They did not do that. Civilian space flight. Just the idea that some <laughs> regular old Joe, although maybe with a boatload of cash, could get himself up into space. The thought crime that I like to report is all the snark from the people that whined and complained. Jeff Bezos, he's a billionaire. He could put his billions of dollars in the center take care of poor people with something else entirely. He's a taxes. Yeah. <sighs> Where's this going? The amount of money that you could call wasteful spending by any number of companies, individuals, or governments is high. You could pick out any millionaire, yeah, that's any a billionaire, any company, and any country, and accuse them of the same damn thing. Yeah. But because these are private individuals, they get scolded, told that your Playboy ways of spending money and looking cool, uh, it's it's too cool. You're you're looking way too way too posh, 
Way too, Looking way, way too, too posh awesome. in his astronaut unit, uniform wearing a cowboy hat. Although the idea might be great, I don't find the idea of dictating to an individual or a CEO of a company how that money is spent is any good for anybody. This is a thought crime, gentlemen. It's a thought crime, and I hate to see it continue. I wonder what your opinion is on it. Have a great night, gentlemen. Uh, Do you know who that guy was? Yeah, yeah, he's a regular <laughs> caller. He, sound, he sounded like a radio guy from the forties, or like a yeah, yeah, yeah. He should be like a he should be a voice actor in Bioshock or something, right? That's my recommendation for him. That was actually a piece my, from War of the Worlds. Yeah, that was Orson Welles. Actually, yeah. he that calls was Orson in. Welles? Yeah. yeah, the the very wow. same. No, it. So I. I don't really, I don't know, man. Like, I agree and I disagree. I'm just, what do I even say? Where to begin? I'm Lindsay, not going to begin. I don't care. I, I it just, I, okay. You don't care. No, I do care. You do care. <sighs> I, I think that there's a level of uh, people who are mad about it that might be performative, but then it's like he brings that right. point. It's like, why can't you build a more, another clinic? And it's like, yeah, that's a good idea. I guess he could, he could do that. That'd be pretty cool. I don't really see the issue with that. Um, right. I mean, I, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Lindsay. Do you have a? Do you have a <laughs> yeah. you get- well, I'm thinking about how the Ben and Jerry guys are sort of not. You know, it's like uh, they're not blasting themselves into space, and that That's in itself point. is kind of a statement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They probably could if they wanted yeah. to. So maybe, but maybe it's like one you do once in your life. Like maybe they're saving it for the right time. So I don't know. Maybe play that card now in terms of like the israel conversation i'm not sure how they would use it exactly okay we're, we're pulling out of mars we're not selling ice cream in mars anymore resolve the conflicts just it's a matter of the right spaceship you use for the right reason at the right time and i don't have that answer but i do feel like they could get to the bottom of it and i guess my question is what are you waiting for you know what i mean they could yeah. probably fly to space too like why not why not now take action take a stand and that's, I mean, like you said, people are scolding some and not others, but <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. It's like, we're just, if we just scold one person, you can't, I don't I know. Mean, I, I also do think that it's like, well, one, if you're a billion, if you're the richest person on the planet and some people are online are m- making memes and making fun of you, you should be able to handle that. You should just pay people to make you not look at that like it doesn't matter yeah you're probably I mean, already just as not much looking a private at enterprise it. yeah that's you know what I mean? that's oh, sort of our business model a space. yeah so i agree I with that. that too i also like in general would like to see life better for more people um whether or not that has to do with this particular launch uh i don't know but uh i, I whatever who cares? Do you wish them well? Do I on wish their space their space voyages? I I wish that uh I wish that uh Jeff Bezos's space voyage would have launched him into the sun, but it didn't happen. So they should each do like a Star Trek, you know what I mean? Like Star Trek the Next Generation, they're exploring. Deep Space Nine is a stationary space station. Voyager, they're just kind of endlessly floating forever and encountering different I feel like each billionaire should go on like a mission, a different mission like that. Do you know what I mean? From a different Star like, Trek. One series. of them should have just gone on an endless adrift in the gamma quadrant or whatever. I mean, one I think should that's, be a space station. That's good for Jeff because I diversify. I, I will say there was a lot there's there's some funny jokes about how like how divorced he looked 
and acted. And it's like, yeah, got a little bit old after a while, but it's like the guys in a, you know, astronaut suit and cowboy hat going into space. And it's like, yeah, this guy's divorced. He's divorced. They're not actually going into space, right? They're just like, or they're technically going into the uh, high enough in that first atmosphere that there's weightlessness or something. Yeah, yeah, basically. But they're not like spacewalking. So do they actually have to wear like a, the bubble helmet or yeah, I don't, do I don't think so because there's not. like inner space and outer space and they were like at I mean I guess it is space edge. but yeah. yeah yeah technically they they exited part of the atmosphere in a certain okay sense yeah but they're not like space walking or anything like that and not going they're not going to the moon they're just like no it's basically like riding a really walking. high airplane it's just like going a little higher than an airplane would go Maybe yeah. yeah basically actually yeah yeah kevin i i do agree with your point that there is like when it when it gets tinged with sort of like the jealousy aspect of just like yeah well uh yeah you're uh you're divorced actually is like yeah that's whatever who cares but I, also at the yeah, same time a, i don't he's care he's a space cell he's an outer space yes cell. yes ah. Yes. That's a new kind of emerging incel class, the highest tier of incel class economically. Space cells. You go. You 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 board a uh, a flight to space with uh, your brother, an old woman, and a barely legal teen. <laughs> yeah, how the hell did he end up in <laughs> there? Oh yeah, I don't. Know, he paid a bunch of money, I guess. All right, let's do the next. Voicemail. Yeah, let's. I don't want to talk about Bezos anymore. Well, we'll we'll see if this next voicemail is about him. I don't, we'll see if we can hear it. Yeah. Okay, so there's this, like, sound on TikTok that's like, here comes the boy, welcome, hello. And I thought we, as a society, decided is to, like, be overlaid over, like, a video of your dog or your cat. Sometimes I've seen, like, a rabbit. I've seen, like, a lizard. Great content. Not complaining about that. Keep that up. However, there's these dumb bitches that will either use that sound with their kid which you um but even worse Jesus they're like Christ. ugly ass boyfriend that no one gives a fuck about because <laughs> one like like i said ew no one gives a fuck and then two like he is a man you are 30 he should not be the boy he should be your man because you should oh, be married weird. um i was picturing children and my punishment is literally just use that sound for your cute animals because you literally cannot go wrong with that whereas if you use your boyfriend, it, it, it is no, you cannot go right with that. What was it she said? That boy? So, like, that boy? Yeah. From- I, no, I think his song is like, Here Comes That Boy, probably, okay. or something like that. I yeah. don't know. This, I haven't heard that sound in particular. So, it's, it's a particular trend where um, this woman had uh like her cat was walking towards her and it was like on a driveway or whatever and as the cat's walking towards her she just starts singing at the cat and then but like uh you know how tiktok works is you can take a song you can take a sound and then you can like make your own video over the sound um and so like people started adding like as she's singing like they do like a piano accompaniment to make it sound like it's an actual song and stuff like that and then people would take those sounds and then like oh here comes the boy and it's like a a little animal that's like walking towards the camera or whatever and it's just a cute little funny whatever thing and then of course people start using it towards like here comes the boy and it's like your dad oh okay yeah i, I see yeah. i see sorry i had to re-explain the whole no thing, no I, yeah that no it makes more sense now yeah. I, I didn't get it at do first. you get those on your for you page do you personally 
I, Does I, it serve you up those? I've, see, I've never I've seen, seen them. Yeah, I've seen I them. I just get suicidal teens <laughs> and like conspiracy <laughs> Only theories. that? No, also, also conspiracy theorists. Uh, I got one recently that said the Grand Canyon is fake. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the wrong side of TikTok. He said, does that sit right with your soul? The story about the Grand Canyon? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I agree. It checks out. Makes you think. Uh, Actually, she's- what, what she's talking about, though, too, is uh, someone made note of that and said something along the lines of like, hey, if you're going to make these videos, why don't you say like, no one asked for a video that's like, here comes the man. Hello, taxpayer. And then people would use that song on like a video of their cat or whatever. I, I don't know. Hmm. It was dumb shit. But yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. So that's that's it. That's the show. That's the show. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on. It was a real pleasure. It's my first podcast experience. You did great. You did a great pleasant. job. Thank you. It's, yeah. Everybody Woo! at home, thank you for listening. Yeah, everybody at home, clap. Yeah, clap along with us. Uh, also, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash thought cops. I've got all kinds of bonus stuff on there, which I keep forgetting to mention until the end of the episode that we have. Uh, well, we'll, we'll figure it out next time. So check that out. We'll you probably can- have a new bonus episode by the time next episode's out. So. Yeah, that sounds about right. And yeah. you can hang out in the chat here, the live chat, uh, talk about things like, what were they saying earlier? Talking- Just completely unrelated Just stuff. Have your own shit. conversation. You it doesn't even fucking matter mess with us bully us whatever i don't care uh five dollars a month i'll take it anyway uh we'll see you next time see you space cop Bye.